We are excited to have with us here Dean Pepicello. He is from Harbor Creek Township. He's a Harbor Creek Township supervisor. Welcome, Dean. Thanks, Joel. Appreciate it. And John Grow, he's uh, from the Mill Creek Township. Um, John, your official title is uh, the, um, I'm sorry, I should have had it here, Municipal Administrator. But you're a Township Supervisor as well. So That's correct. it's like a, like a dual role, right? Yes. And Dean, do you have a dual role with Harbor Creek? Yeah, we all uh, in certain townships, uh, supervisors are employed, and sure. and I am. All three of us are, and uh, I handle kind of administration, uh, zoning, uh, land development, those types of things. Okay, and and because we just did this deep dive of townships, I would imagine both your townships are second class townships. Is that correct? Yes. In the state of Pennsylvania and Commonwealth? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, all right, let, let's get some origin stories. John, first, how, uh, did you come up in Erie? Uh, where'd, you grow, go, where'd you grow up? How'd you get to Erie? Lifelong so. resident of Mill Creek Township. Wow. Yes. Went to McDowell. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Okay. You don't want to know what year it is, do you? <laughs> sure we do. It wasn't, it wasn't Mill Creek High School. It was McDowell, right? It was McDowell. Okay, uh, good. The, the intermediate school was being constructed. Okay. Yes. 1970, right, John? Yes. Okay. Wow. I know. 1975 is when I graduated. Okay. No, no, I mean the intermediate. When did they? About 71, I think, started, but it was under construction as I was a junior and senior in school. Just a little bit older than me. How about you, Dean? Just a bit. Yeah, a little older than me, too, Joel. (laughs) Uh, Harbor Creek, uh, born and bred, uh, most of my family. You're a husky. out there. Yeah, definitely bleeding that uh, orange and black. Uh, Graduated in 85, so... So, Dean, uh, as I as we kind of travel along the thirty thousand square foot, uh, thirty thousand foot uh, flyover, what is the state of townships in your opinion? Uh, I, I think it's I think it's good, um, but I think the clouds are on on the horizon. Uh, okay. Would that be fair, John? Uh, yes. At, at this point, I, I don't. We know that we don't have the burdens of cities. We understand yes. that. We don't have all the in- infrastructure that goes with it. We, we, some of those things. Mill Creek, I think, is closer. We understand that. But it also becomes very difficult for us, and we have far more work that needs to be done than we have money available for, there's no doubt. That's mm-hmm. a fact. I think everywhere, not just in Mill Creek or Harbor Creek, everywhere. I think that's, uh, that is definitely, was I on? No, you're okay. great. Yeah, on, you're great. But uh, it's, it's definitely a fact. Every, every municipality in Pennsylvania is in some sort of situation, whether they're in bad shape or they're okay. You know, And we're okay, Mill Creek is. Mm-hmm. Sure. But we have issues down the road that we have to really have an honest talk with ourselves and with the residents. We're starting to do it. We've been doing it for a while. You know, so, so. Let's let's stay with Mill Creek. Give a little history. I mean, again, Mill Creek was the original footprint uh, that that Erie would lit, lived in the middle of. You know, yes. if you look at the old maps, mm-hmm. you know the 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 old boundaries of the city. I think Pete, you said at one point it was 18th Street of the city. Yeah, yeah, and and then you know and then it became 32nd Street, and now it's Grandview. And so right. there's been these little. Uh, uh, chipping away that kind of ended in about a hundred years ago or so That's right now. correct. Yeah. And believe it or not, at one time, if you look at some of the old, old maps, you'll find that Lawrence park was actually once part of Mill Creek township. Yeah. I've seen it that too. Wow. City of Erie, but hmm. things have changed annexation and, and so on, you know? And, uh, so, uh, we have grown. I'll just give you just a quick, uh, some numbers. Sure. We're about 30 square miles and almost 54,000 residents in Mill Creek township. 54,000. We are the second 
largest, or well, second most populated, second class township in Pennsylvania, and we are the 14th most populated uh, municipality in Pennsylvania. Okay, so that that's the answer yeah, to the I, question. I, I thought oh, we were sorry, first. Dear. No, I thought oh. we were first, John. Oh, that's, no. that's No, Ben Salem Township, down in Northampton okay. County, yes. So okay. we're, they we're number two, though. Which, which two. again, Philadelphia area there, oh, Ben yeah. Salem, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so, uh, so how about history of Harbor Creek, Dean? Uh, well, we're the third largest municipality in Erie County. Mm-hmm. Uh, the city has, what, about 100,000 people and 54 there. We are next at 17. Wow. So there's the big drop off. You yeah. know, I think that That's we're right. similar in some ways, but very different uh, in others. And, and I think that the township uh, continues to grow ever so slowly. Uh, certainly not like Mill Creek uh, or really. Any and what are the township. boroughs within the township, uh, you know, that the, that the township surrounds is uh, or is it all adjacent? Um, yeah, we, we're contiguous to, to Wesleyville, uh, to Lawrence Park, to northeast on the other end. OK, so, yeah, there's really no borough in, in the middle of that. No, we are not, second yeah, class township. Yeah. So, OK, mm-hmm. so. Um, all right. So again, I have this question here, but we'll we'll kind of go through it quickly. The distinctions between cities and boroughs and villages and townships. Again, we just had that little background where the township is kind of the original basic, uh, um, you know, form of government. Uh, you know. Uh, you know, geography villages are really kind of in the state of Pennsylvania. They're they're unincorporated. They just kind of are landmarks. Is that mm. correct? That is correct. You find them generally at an intersection of like a state route and maybe a township route, and they're generally made up of the three or four different types of land uses in that intersection area. Let's take McLean. Uh, yeah, I was thinking know, about McLean, the, the McLean, village of McLean. The village of McLean. There's an example of mm-hmm. it there. So. So yeah, um, the, they used to call it a five corners or something like right, that, yeah, and right. you know, just a just a, a, a place of note. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course the boroughs, and so we have we have boroughs such as New, uh, Northeast Borough and you know Edinburgh Borough, yes. <laughs> the borough of Edinburgh, yes. uh, and uh, uh, Gerard and so on. Interesting yes. that we had Fairview Borough mm-hmm. and Fairview Township, and they decided to merge, and that was probably you know statewide one of the very few. That have happened in recent memory, right? That is correct. Yes, and and it kind of takes a, a a strong amount of will to go through that process because everybody has to agree. Yes, that's that's the number one thing. If there is not agreement between the municipalities, it fails. All right, so let's talk about what your citizens depend on you for. And again, we're talking about the state of townships. We have Dean Pepicello from uh, Harbor Creek. We have John Grove from Mill Creek. Um, you guys are both second class townships, but a couple different things going on, uh, John. With your with your township being so large, um, is there an expectation of a lot more services from the Mill Creek uh, supervisors and, yeah. and staff? Yes, actually, you know, Dean and I have talked about this at length uh, uh, since we've both been supervisors, and especially about the police service. You know, it's, it's in the news again today with the state police. Uh, Mill Creek Township has its own police department. Uh, 63 officers, starting from the chief all the way down to our, our all of our patrol officers. Uh, that's quite a sizable budget, uh, about $9 million worth. Yeah, yeah, that's, that takes up a good yeah. chunk of our budget. And um, we look at what, what we have, and that is something that I believe that Mill Creek residents, whether they have lived there or have moved there, that is something that may attract them. They mm-hmm. may like that the density that we have in Mill Creek Township and uh, the services that we provide. Now, I, I will admit that some of the services were a little 
little behind on it. We need to catch up, like fire service. Mm-hmm. There's a crisis, not just in Mill Creek, everywhere. You know, and we're working on it, chipping away at it. Uh, hopefully, we can get something worked worked out here soon. Yeah, we want to talk about that in a yeah. little bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the uh, as far as you know. Uh, what is what? What would you say that obviously you guys don't have a, a police department in in Harbor Creek? What are some of the other things that they're dependent upon you? I, I, I is it is it Harbor Creek that uh, um, prides itself on having all paved roads in the township? Is that was that accurate? Uh, we yeah, I guess we we do at this point at least the the public streets uh, for the most part. It and I think all second class townships are are pretty much the same. We're responsible for the building and maintenance of roads. Uh, We're responsible for parks. We're responsible for code enforcement and zoning. We're responsible for uh, recycling and garbage pickup to make sure it doesn't mean we have to do them, but we can outsource them, but they have to be done. And we're responsible for public safety. It's those five major prongs that every township is responsible for. Yeah. And, uh, you know, how, how would you what, what kind of feedback are you getting from your citizens? How do you feel like you're you're hitting those five points? Well, uh, I think with the police department, we do we're doing very well with that. Uh, we don't seem to get too many complaints. And if they are, they're just that random one. Somebody who may have got a speeding ticket or maybe arrested for something or another. Uh, but generally, the population of Mill Creek, they, they support our police department and congratulate them for the great job they do. Um, we do get feedback. And if I can dovetail off what Dean's talking about with streets, uh, we have 210 miles of township maintained streets. And that is quite a job. Uh, we look yeah. at snow removal, uh, patching, paving, and these are all things that are actually, uh, as we are speaking, are going through flux where we are changing how we're doing it, uh, mm-hmm. uh, looking very strongly at the possibility of sourcing it out, our okay. paving, and just doing wow. section patches. Uh, it's, um, it's not real cost efficient. For us to pave, to do our, uh, to make our own uh, paving right. paving material, so we're starting to follow the right way. It's like, wait, let's get somebody else to do this, or at least supply the asphalt for us. Right. You know. So. Are you encountering the same thing, Dean? I think for us, our slogan is "We're something for everyone," um, yeah. and there's there's a reverse of that. But so so we're very diverse in who we are. We have thriving suburban neighborhoods. We have a decent sized commercial district along Route 20. We have farming areas and open space. We have uh, interchanges uh, along the interstate. So depending on where you are in our 34 square miles, it's a very different place. So for that, your township, Harbor Creek Township real estate tax bill on a $100,000 house is $100. Wow. $100 a year. So expectations kind of, yeah, John's going to write that down. This is very important to do. We need to talk, John. So so understand that, that, you know, we're selling that all the time that, okay, I know you would like our snowplows to be there an hour before maybe we can get there. Mm -hmm. But remember, this is what you pay. And and it's like that kind of across the board. Now, sewer fees are separate and garbage fees are separate. But the average house in Harbor Creek Township pays $100. So it's wow. all subsequent and it all matches what your services are. I think that we're we're pretty good certain things um, and other things are a little more difficult again because we're very different township depending on, on where you are. But I was going to say that, pe- that you're not you can't really peg Harbor Creek because right. it, it's 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 not really rural. It's it, it is it, it's not the uh, the the density uh, suburb density of a Mill Creek. But um I mean, you you take the diversity of of, of land use from the, let's say the lakeshore where you have some beautiful vistas right. to Knowledge Park, right. which again is Harbor Creek Township. We were just saying it's. Uh, I, I talked to Chuck Peters uh, yeah. a couple weeks ago, and he's like, 
other, you know, we basically at Knowledge Park have the only class A office space in Erie County. I mean, as far as, you know, the legitimate, you know, real $25 square foot uh, office space, it's in Harbor Creek. It's not in the middle of the city. In fact, he he quoted a, a statistic as 400,000 square feet of underutilized and underdeveloped office space in the city yeah i mean that's a that's a whole again we won't ask you guys to to help with that but uh no i mean i mean so you think about the diversity of harbor creek and um people choose to live there understanding that they're uh, you know the kind of that one notch away from that urban life sure you know sure something for everyone and listen we we don't want ever and we have grown and we have expanded we're not in the business of stealing businesses pirating businesses from mill creek or the city or anywhere else here locally we understand as the city goes and to some extent it has as mill creek goes we will go we will remain a bedroom community with a few amenities in our commercial district we fixed a lot of blight in the last decade yeah. uh, in harbor Creek. So a lot of hard work that, that we've done so mm. i think we understand who we are, but we're not trying to, to pirate from anyone else. We want the city, Mill Creek, Fairview, Summit, we want them all to do well. I don't see, if you'd asked me 20 years ago, I thought Harbor Creek would almost been built out like Mill Creek. Not, not that it would happen overnight. It hasn't happened, Joel. The world has changed from a suburb standpoint. The retail developers are not expanding like they used to. Mm. The big boxes are not coming. If you'd have told me 15 years ago, we wouldn't have Target and Lowe's and Kohl's and all those things. I said, you're crazy. Of course, they're all coming. Amazon has changed the world. Changed the world. And and the Rust Belt situation with people are still leaving Erie County. We are still losing population in Erie County. 4%. So maybe Harbor Creek has a gain or Mill Creek has a gain and and the city loses them. We we don't want to do that. That's not something we're we're after. If it happens, fine. But we're not chasing people. And we're not cannibalizing ourselves. But the world is changing from a development standpoint, certainly from a retail sector. You ran for office. Somebody had to actually vote for you, right? And I voted for you, John. <laughs> Thank you. I, will you vote again hey, this you year for what? me? I'm up this year. John was one of the few people to actually arrive at my property. We had you. You won't remember this, John. We had, we had a brief conversation when you were first running. Yes, I remember it well. Thank you. Very, I, one of the very few. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm. I just announced my okay. campaign. I will be out doing the same thing again this Come year. You knocking got on doors. You got to knock on the doors. Zero. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Now, if I have some bad news, hi, I'm Dean Pepper. All right. So, <laughs> so John, we'll, we'll stay with you for a second. Yes. So, what you know? What kind of what kind of expectation would you have of somebody like Pete? You know, insofar as you know, as, as an engaged citizen, what do we want from our citizens? What kind of? I mean, because there's a lot of people in some municipalities that would. Really hold the citizens at an arm's length. Oh, no, not me. I don't do that. I, I'm out there with the public. I have, I don't put on a disguise when I go to Wegmans or my wife when I go out somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I, you see me just as I am. Yeah. I don't put on a hat and glasses and everything. But what does an engaged citizenship look like to you? Well, I think it's, first of all, it's civil discussion. If there's a problem, I want to hear about it. Right. You know, please tell me about it. Uh, and please tell it in a civilized way. I will give you the same respect. Uh, if you're being disrespectful, I, I, you lose me real quick. I, I may say, I'm sorry, call, call me when you're more calmed down, and I'll be more than happy to talk with you then. Uh, that happens very rare, and I mean okay. that. Most of the people come up to me when I see them, and I'm always welcoming Tell me what's, what's going on in their mind, if they need something fixed, and, you know, something like this or that. Can I look into that? No problem. I said, please. Please call me Monday or shoot me an email just to make sure I remember or just make sure when you send me the email, say, hey, we talked over the weekend. I saw you at Walmart or someplace. 
can you check this out? And uh, but just civil discussion is really this key. We need to know what's going on and what we what our residents demand of us. Uh, their concerns, you know, and I think that's really what we're here. We are public servants, Dean and I, and every other elected official. Uh, we are public servants. We're there to serve the public, you know, and uh, that's what our job is. So. Dean, let's talk about being a good neighbor because, yeah. uh, you know, we've, we've been talking about blight and talking about poverty and talking about a lot of the different things that this, this, the city has to deal with. Um, you know, part of that is, you know, just a citizen kind of keeping up their own properties and, you know, uh, watching out for the elderly or the, the, the disadvantaged that are around them. What's, what do you think uh, an engaged citizen should look like? Oh, that's a great question, Joel. I, I think just some mode of common sense is not too much. You know, and maybe I've been in this business now a long time. Yeah. Honestly, the, the neighbor on neighbor disputes that, oh. that we see that we end up in the middle of it. I'm sure that police end up in the middle of it is you would be for what you would reason? Be for, just because just because, you know, I, I get that your neighbor's grass is nine inches tall and our ordinance says eight. Maybe maybe you ought to go over and help help that person. Yeah. You know, something like maybe you ought to not complain about every single piece of trash that might blow out on trash day. It's not I, I'm not. Listen, we understand we're responsive, right. like like John said. But at the same time, there's a certain personal responsibility. I think sometimes people are looking for a scapegoat or looking for, for someone to solve their problems. A lot of time that's mm -hmm. us, the government closest to the people. Right. And that, that's, that's right. who we are. So we get a lot of that. At the same time, Joel, I think people just want to be heard. Yeah. I really do. I think I think they want to be heard. Whether it's their neighbor or they come to a meeting and talk to us, I think people feel a lot better if they get things off their chest and just tell you what they what they think, and that's okay. Do you feel like uh, that you have decent attendance and decent participation at the supervisor meetings? Actually, at Mill Creek Township, of course, we have a the second Tuesday of the month is a morning meeting. The fourth Tuesday is an evening meeting. Mm -hmm. So we make opportunities for people mm -hmm. to come, and it's only when there is something. That's just a concern about, and this this is no. So it's I, always a negative narrative. It's always that we you know, you'll hear it when it's something bad yeah. or something in opposition. But we do have a great deal of interest from the students from McDowell High School. Hmm. So actually, we find that more of the attendees are the students, wow. and uh, that's good because uh, you got to hand it to the Mill Creek School District for making these kids go to meetings and you know take notes. We have to sign their notes that they were actually there, wow. and uh, so nobody gets out early. You know, <laughs> so. you know that makes a great segue for my next question, and that yeah. is how what kind of responsibility do you feel? as uh, leaders in your municipalities for what's happening at the schools. Again, both of you uh, have uh, township schools, you mm -hmm. know, um, uh, just on an economic uh, development and, um, uh, you know, neighborhood basis. As your schools go, goes your township. So, Dean, speak to that. Uh, do, you, do you have a good conversation with the superintendent and the staff at schools? Great relationship. Yeah. And it hasn't always been that way. And, and the personalities change and, and the outcomes change. But uh, yeah. at the moment, it's something that both sides have fostered. It's really important to us. Listen, we want people to live in Harbor Creek Township. Do you And, and young families, I talked about we make $100 a year on the average house in real estate. Two-thirds of our money is made in earned income. That means somebody who lives in Harbor Creek who has a job anywhere. So what's important to us when we attract people? Working families, yeah, young right. families. Well, what's important to young families? School districts. That's right. So so we understand that the school district, we, we want them to be great. It, it's, it's simply, listen, their job is their job. 
and we're here to help them when when they need roads plowed or we do a lot of advertising for them in our magazine it's it's a really good relationship back and forth it's really important joel i can't there have been times in our community we haven't had a good relationship it's it's terrible well i can and i can imagine that um you know uh when when there's when there's trouble or or of course again like we just said any family looking they're they're not necessarily looking to see you know how clean your streets are they're looking to see what the test scores are over at the high school exactly (laughs) you know so how about how about because mill creek has had a uh, a checkered pass with its school district. How, how do you have to uh, connect with with those guys? Well, it's kind of like what Dean is saying. You know, it's the relationship that the Board of Supervisors has with the school board and also with the superintendent of schools and other officials with the school district. Uh, I just had a meeting today with Will Hall, and it was about the parks and recreation. How we use their facilities and so on, the agreements that we have. Uh, we had an hour-long meeting to discuss that along with some other people from the school district. Uh, there's always something that is coming out of it, something good always. And uh, we're, we're proud of that. We're happy. Uh, if I can just say one other thing, and I'm not trying to give myself a shameless plug here, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to, if you don't mind. Four years ago, I started at, at Mill Creek School to, or at Mill Creek Supervisors, what's called the Student Ambassador Program. Okay. Uh, we have the guidance counselors from McDowell High School choose their brightest students. We pick two of them to serve on the board with us. They're a non-voting member, but they really get to see and experience what local government is like. And we're talking these these students are the brightest. Uh, these are kids that go on to. American University and so on. Our panel discussion has Dee Pepicello. He is the Harbor Creek Township Supervisor. And John Grow, he is the administrator and supervisor at the Mill Creek Township. And so we got we got him on, on the east side, we got him on the west side. And uh, so glad that you folks are with us. Later later uh, on, we'll talk to Laban Marsh. He sits on the board of the Summit uh, Sewer System and, and talk about some of the the big infrastructure improvements that, that are happening there, you guys are affected by that too, the whole sewer thing. Uh, it, it's, it's a bill that's coming due, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you want that one? Are we affected, uh, John? You want to yeah, I, I'll, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe are, I'm more, are my taxes going up, I, John? I'm more intimately involved maybe <laughs> than, than John is day to day. And this is, this is an important regional discussion, Joel, mm-hmm. yes. is that all of, our, all of the public sewer ultimately, uh, except Northeast, obviously, but for, for us, uh, it goes to the city sewer treatment plant. Mm-hmm. And, and it takes a lot of money to treat that, uh, to protect the environment, to do all the things that you have to do. So... We understand that, um, and our ratepayers, and in Mill Creek, they're taxpayers. They've they've done away with their sewer authority. Is that fair? Uh, yeah. They still have sewer rates. Sewer rates. Okay, yes. so fine. So all of your yeah. sewer rates go toward treatment and transportation. You you have to you have to get into the system. In some cases, you have to pump it because you're going uphill or you're pumping toward the city, and ultimately, all that has to be treated. It's a very expensive proposition, but it's a very important proposition. The, the city is undertaking that that major renovation to do all of the things that they need to do. We understand that in the outlying areas and we're willing to pay for that. The, the problem is, and, and in all honesty, is that the city kind of kicks the, the financial the, can, down, can down, the down the road because yeah. they have to. We understand they have a lot more cost than we do. That's the right. problem is that our ratepayers ultimately pay for that. So we've made offers of we'll listen, we'll give you this money. What, what's our what's our 10 year cost? $5 million, we'll give you the money right now. We'll borrow the money and we'll give you that money right now. They, they, they don't want to do that at this point. But the bottom line is- So we, we're still in negotiations. No, them. there's no good negotiation. Okay, we, no. We, have to, we have to pay for them kicking the can down the road. Okay. We do. Yeah. And, and we understand it. it. We are sympathetic. 
mm-hmm. um, but we have a problem with it. Um, but we don't have a problem with the improvements, no matter how much they are, because right. we understand all of that has to be done. Sewer has to be treated. I mean, yeah. look at the problems the lake has had. And, look, and we, again, we, if, you, if you that. all had to make your have your own sewer treatment sewer treatment plants, it would be enormously expensive. Oh, yeah. So be, this is a this is actually a way that we can work together. It is, and it is. Um, it's a regionalized municipal utility. Here, here's yeah. the here's the difference, John. We don't have a seat at that table. The city sewer authority is all city appointments. Okay. So our problem is they make decisions. We have to foot the bill. We don't get a seat at the table. Right. That's not usually how these authorities work. No. So in the yeah. suburbs, do we have a little problem with it? Yes. But listen, right. we understand it has to be treated. We are thankful that the city sewer treatment plant is there. So yes. uh, minor disputes over a major issue, to be honest. All right. Let's, uh, this this is uh, fits well with my next question, talking about economic development. Yes. And again, uh, we mentioned, I think, Dean, you mentioned that you know, population uh, countywide is still going down. We're still haven't gotten on the other side of the tipping point where we where we're turning that flywheel to improve our population flow, which improves our economic development. What do you feel, um, John, uh, in your role as a Mill Creek supervisor? What is your role in economic development? Well, all all three of us, all every elected official, no matter where, is trying to encourage economic development. And what we have going on in Mill Creek isn't a whole lot of industry anymore. It is more of the meds and eds, you know, LECOM, uh, you know, anything that we can attract from medical facilities. Uh, we just a couple of years ago opened, not we, but St. Vincent Hospital opened up the pavilion out there right. in West Ridge Road. Um, you know, a full service, you know, short of surgery. Uh, but mm-hmm. anyway... These are the things that we're going to be seeing. Now, keep in mind, many of these are tax-exempt already, but they have good-paying jobs. Do you have a percentage of uh, Mill Creek... Property that's tax exempt. I mean, is your? It's nowhere near the cities, but is no, it starting to we, climb? Or? It is, and of course, our biggest one is Lecom. I don't have the exact number okay. for you. It's probably uh, in Lecom, the. It, is it, it under ten percent still, or no? yeah? I think it is okay. there, but still, you know, the fact is, it's creeping incrementally. And the more, please, I'm not trying to pick at Lecom. I don't no, want anybody no, no, to think no. that. We've had battles in the past, and I'm just saying hey, we've got a settlement. We're working, working ahead. Uh, the fact is, is that they're taking over more and more of the retail areas mm-hmm. along Peach Street that were once retail right. and now they're being used, you know, for something else. And that's a bit concerning for us. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Now, again, uh, economic development in Harbor Creek, we, we talked about uh, Knowledge Park, which is like, you know, yeah. a, a, you know, a gift sent from heaven, I would think <laughs> for you guys. But, uh, you know, it, not everything is uh, batting a thousand. The, the Harbor Creek Mall back in the day just never turned out to be anything. But now you have housing there. Talk about that. Yeah, well, and and. We did that as supervisors. It was something I, I ran on 12 years ago, and, and it was the, the blight issue. So in the in the rarest of circumstances, and this is something you don't see every day, but the township literally went in and bought it. And we worked oh. with Baldwin Brothers on it. They, they were fantastic. I got to be honest. We, we got it for a fair price. Uh, we have the power of zoning, one of the most powerful things you can do, and, and the founders wanted local government to do that. We rezoned it. We allowed for senior housing. We ultimately flipped it. We sold it. You got rid of the eyesore. It's back on with a fully taxable entity, and and it's it's a tax paying entity now. It's it fills a need, it fixes a blighted area at the entrance to the township. I mean, there are creative solutions out there, no matter where you are, to these types of things. But we're we're really involved in ec- economic development. And we're very aggressive about it. Were you a little nervous when you saw all the churning going on with? Kmart coming off and, you know, I mean, there, like, like you mentioned before, retail has kind of gone south in a lot of ways, but are, you're holding your own, aren't you? Out yeah, there but, in uh, yes, but uh, the corner of Buffalo Road and Nagel Road is the busiest non-Peach Street corner traffic wise 
on Peachtree Corner in Erie County. Wow. And Kmart sits vacant still almost a year later. That that tells me that retail has changed and it has. Right. And I think what you've seen in the West Erie Plaza, give Mill Creek credit and what's going on there. They've gone from the big box plaza to the local mom and pops, totally changed everything they've done and that has worked. That's the future, I think, of the Kmart Plaza, to be honest. You think, yeah. I, I do. I think it's the future of plazas in general. Uh, who owns, is that Benderson that owns that out no, there? No, uh, outfit out of, out of New Jersey. New Jersey, Benderson okay. flipped Eastway Plaza and made it the Giant Eagle Plaza, and that's, okay. a, that's a brand new place. Yes, uh, That absolutely. they have done, in large part because of tax abatement, some of the things we've done to incentivize that, I think, helped get that done. You have to work hard to rid yourself of blight. Oh, you yes. really do, and, and we've done it. Right. And, and, and a lot of people complain when you guys... Uh, Offer tax incentives and things like that, but we're in we're we're in a competitive situation uh, from from this market to other markets. And when when we have that when we we when we've not found the bottom yet, as far as population. Uh, decline. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's important that we have to that we step up to the plate. I'm jumping. I'm sorry, John, to jump in again, but I, I wrote our tax abatement law. I just I've done so much work on this. You can't Do you call it a LERDA. Or? Uh, it, it LERDA is a commercial term. Okay. Uh, tax abatement is a term that can be used residentially as well. Mm-hmm. So I call it tax abatement. Um, but I forget where I was going with this. But we, we've worked so hard. You can't lose what you don't have. If a building was falling down. And if they're not going to fix it, replace it, do whatever they're going to, then you're not going to lose the tax revenue. Understand, tax abatement means if you're if you're assessed at $100,000 and the building's falling down, they're always going to pay a tax on $100,000. But if they tear it down and build a, a, a million-dollar building, you're still getting tax on, uh, they're getting the break on 900000 for however few years, but they're still paying the tax on a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that. Pe- people do not get that. You're Dean. not people, giving away the farm. Yeah, you people think that you're just you know, and even the Erie School District, as they as they are deciding what to do with Alerta here in town in, in the city, uh, they're they're saying, well, we can't afford not to have that taxes. They're not getting the taxes right now. Exactly. Can't there's, lose there's what you no, don't have. You can't the, lose what you don't have. The argument is, would they have done the project without the tax abatement? That's the only question that needs to be answered. And here. again, and in the city, no. in the Flippy administration, when they were doing all that building, it obviously provided incentive. Right. What about Lerda in Mill Creek? Does that exist? Okay, we do have an industrial Lerda, but we haven't had anybody apply for that in years. Seriously, okay. yeah. yeah. We don't have a commercial Lerda or a residential. But if I could go back to what Dean was talking about with the Harbor Creek Mall, and, and I mean this with all sincerity, I have to hand it to the Harbor Creek supervisor for having the courage to buy that old building to tear it down and have it redeveloped. And so the congratulations goes out to them. And of course, this has been a, a great reuse of that property, uh, of the property, not the building. Uh, Mill Creek Township, we are going to be facing something here at 26th and Peninsula of uh, the same thing. Kmart closes at the end of March, which is just over a month oh, away. Oh, really, John? Yes, it closes there. Yeah. So now we're going to have this big plaza yeah. that was built back in, I think, in the late 50s or something that really has had no maintenance to it. Right. It's going to be bad when they're going to have a Little Caesars as the anchor store. Okay, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, no they, pun intended. They better not and, move that Little Caesars. No, I go there all the time, and so do I at lunch. But, <laughs> but gig- my, I can just see this gigantic pizza pizza, <laughs> but but, it, but here, hundred feet long, you know. But, but here's my point. This is the. The entrance to the gateway to Presque Isle when you look right. at our, our new comp plan, you know, the Embrace Mill Creek. So here we've got this thing. What are people coming down Staratania Road off of Interstate 90, yep. uh, boats in tow and kids right. in the car and like, oh, my gosh, where are we? And wow. so we need to get something done. Yeah. And who knows, maybe in time 
we're going to have to take this one too. I don't know, and I'm not suggesting it. Mm. I'm just throwing it out there. But the possibility exists that you know municipalities have to grab the bull by the horns and say enough is enough. We've had it. Wow. John, you know what the rumor is? So just what, if I could. Yeah, what's the rumor? The rumor is that Target's going going That is, there. well, you know, if that were the case, we would know about that. Yeah, I'm and sure. I, I, well, seriously, I mean. It's it, a great rumor, though. It Everybody's is a great rumor. excited and about That it. and Trader Joe's and what else is oh coming here, you know. Yeah, we don't need another grocery store. No, no we don't. Store. And, uh, you <laughs> really? know, but, but Trader but Joe's? Yeah. Uh, all these, all these got to cover. Every once in a while, we get a call you know, from the yeah. news station, I, you know, hey. I, I want to quickly on that because there's this huge misconception that Trader Joe's or whoever doesn't come because we're not chasing them. Mm. It doesn't work no. like that. No. They know our markets better than we know yes, our markets. They, yes. And they know their business better than we know their business. Right. All we can do is make it as attractive as possible. And we do that. But trends change. When population leaves Erie County, traffic goes down in Erie County, you're not seeing those. They're not coming. The big boxes, mm, the Trader right. Joe's. We still don't have a Chili's. coming. I mean, I mean. You, you think about the, the the major brand names that we still don't have. Right. It's right. because they've decided. Well, we could skip that market, right. and and it's 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 not any uh, lack of effort. You know, right. I mean, again, all of our uh, commercial developers are are looking at the entire palette. Um, uh, the, uh, John, let's talk about the Mill Creek Mall. They've had to reinvent themselves. Yes, yes they have. You know, yeah. and I think they're doing a great job, but so. boy, it is, it is, uh, it is like what Dean said. It's, it's not about retail. We're going to make this into a multimodal entertainment complex. Mm-hmm. Well, let's look at the, if I could just for a yeah. second, talk about the Monroeville Mall. I get down to Monroeville often for training that I have to take. And in one part of the mall there, they have a CVS Caremark facility there, which is a healthcare facility right, right in the mall itself. And it's in a storefront that used to be like the size of uh, the Bonton at, at the Mill Creek Mall. Okay. Wow. So I'm not suggesting that's going to happen, but who knows? That may happen. We already have a dialysis up there. Remember, there's old Ponderosa. That's right. So you're going to see these retail establishments, the Mill Creek Mall, change into something else, have more services added to it, Mm -hmm. more than just restaurant and retail. So um, Mm -hmm. that's a possibility. We allow for that in our zoning ordinance, and we encourage that, too. So. I need to jump ahead because yeah. uh, we're running out of time. We're about 13 minutes left. Okay. And I want to talk about, you You said you just were at the Council of Governments. Yes. Um, that seems to be a place where we can kind of save some money, work together. Can mm-hmm. you explain that for the average listener? Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's the Erie Area Council of Governments. And, of course, we're in it, Harbor Creek Township, City of Erie, uh, Edinburgh. The borough of Edinburgh just joined, and we approved their membership today. Wow. Uh, we also have, uh, let's see here. Uh, of course, I said the city of Erie, Franklin Township is part of What's it. What's it do? It, it allows for joint purchasing where, uh, for example, salt, road salt, things like that, any other things that we may need, working together in a collaborative effort to uh, get the best prices. It's like belonging to a Sam's Club. Okay. okay. <laughs> if yeah. I could use, if yeah. maybe that's the best way to describe it, a Sam's right. Club. Is, is, there, is there a... Uh, comprehensive planning maybe not with the cog but i mean uh one of the things that we we hope that we were taking away from the emerge 2040 process is just kind of an understanding of where people would live in in the next 40 years and where 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 the growth would be and how we would manage sprawl and things Mm -hmm. dean do do you see that you know that kind of working together of saying you know here's here's the places where we already have built infrastructure let's backfill you know just like what you did uh, at the harbor creek mall right. i mean who really wants to see more sprawl nobody 
And really you can't as, yeah. as you lose population. And I think we understand that. Here's yes. the thing, Joel, that never gets headlines that, you know, I wish. Would. And that's why we have this show. This is why <laughs> this show has existed. We're so happy about the launch and this yes. and this station for oh, so yes. many reasons. Even if you start to rip us, we'll be good. <laughs> we're, we're, we're okay with yeah. it. The things that don't get the headlines is John can call me and say, I need your electrician. I need him today. Can you send him over? Well, you're darn right. I'm going to send him over. Yeah. We talk probably every week about sharing ideas. Yes. It's more than just going in and buying salt together that stuff doesn't get the headlines it happens every day every day we work together on all of these things every municipality we have the the Cato Erie County Association township officials always working together that stuff doesn't get headlines the media wouldn't cover it anyways it's not that sexy let's be honest but we do do that stuff and it does make a difference and we do work together not against each other we're not fighting each other as much as some headlines would want you to believe that it isn't happening well now we saw this uh, recently uh, two years ago with the superintendents of the school districts, when they saw the city in crisis that maybe uh, all the high school kids in the city would have to go out into the county, mm-hmm. there, was, there was an unprecedented effort to, to have communication and try to figure out the macro problem. Do you, do you see that kind of fever pitch happening uh, in, in the township level? Because, again, our, our metropolitan market of Erie, the Erie MSA is in decline yes. uh, and uh, and again there's a lot of green shoots and there's a lot of great activity and excitement but boy we've got to get that flywheel going yes well that's that I, I, you're absolutely right on that there uh, one of the problems that that i see if if say the city schools were to close the logistical nightmares that we would have in all the municipalities mill creek harbor creek any municipality that would be taking over educating those students Look at the busing situation as far as just what how many times you follow a school bus and you know so transportation is going to be a problem. We're confident everybody. that won't happen. So right. let's let's transfer that to firefighting then because oh, yeah. it's also in in crisis. Oh yeah. It would be just as easy uh, to do like a reverse deal here mm-hmm. where the where the, the you know the engine the tower 2 from Erie could go fight fires in Mill Creek or in Harbor Creek. Yeah. Do you see, I, I know there's mutual aid, right. but when does that get formalized and start spreading the expense of a professional fire department um, ab- among multiple municipalities without a merger? Well, that's, <laughs> wow, you got me I, on that I, one, Joel. <laughs> I mean, I, there, may need, there may be no will, but there might need to be a way. Let's just kind of drew, dropped a bomb on John Grow. I want you to respond. So, it, it, again, the, the, the premise is it's just as easy for Tower 2 to make a call into Mill Creek as it would be to the East Bayfront or West Bayfront. For the most there, yes, I would say you're correct on that there. By no means am I saying that the city should be covering our fire service out there. We have a challenge that we have. We have four volunteer fire companies and much duplication of equipment. Our biggest problem is we need the manpower and woman power to operate that equipment, to answer the calls. That's where our biggest challenge is at. Mm. And uh, until we get to all four of these fire departments to be one department working under as a third-party contracted agency like they are now, only together, or work as a township 
funded, operated department. That's the only way we're going to get something because have everybody going different directions, duplicating equipment. It's just a duplication of, of cost. Why do we do that? And, and it's and, a symptom of, of our population decline. It's a right. symptom of right. where we are as a community. Uh, Dean, you mentioned that the, yeah. the differential between you know, fighting fires and the EMS calls. Like, yes. Again, I was at, I was at, uh, uh, at, at Tim Hortons and somebody collapsed. And you should have seen the. we had a, a good eight to ten uh, e, EFD uh, men on, on the job for yes. that call. You know, right. uh, but I would imagine in the townships, that's tougher. Uh, yeah, I won't go as far as John on the firefighting issue. I, I will on the EMS. I think the bigger sure. crisis is EMS. And understand that most volunteer fire departments, volunteers, are funded mostly by ambulance calls, not the chicken right. dinners and not all those, those things that right. they have to do, which uh-huh. is so difficult. So it's ambulance calls that matter at the same time as volunteerism goes down. It gets tough to have people staff the ambulances. And, and ultimately, we want to get people when they call 911 and they have a medical emergency help as quickly as possible. I think the bigger issue is ambulance. It isn't fire. Yes. I know that they're kind of tied together and most people think they're tied together, but they're they're very different in many no, ways. But see, we thought that Emergent Care was handling all that. in the city. Yeah. But only in the city. Right now, they'll come out to, uh, it's a long story, so, but they yeah. will come so out you, under So you're dealing with aid. MPS. No quick paramedics, yes. And, and you guys have... The volunteers uh, answer, and we're starting a paid ambulance service to back up you our volunteers are. when they can't yes. be there for that's, Wesleyville, Lawrence Park, and Harbor Creek. So yep. that's kind of breaking news yeah. right there. It is. Yeah. And it the is. residents have to be aware of it. This is not the crisis that's looming. It's here. It's been here for yeah. a while, and we just can't, you know, I hate to use the phrase, kicking the can. It's been kicked down so much that the paint's wore off of it. It's flat. It doesn't even kick anymore. That's how bad it is. In the last 30 seconds, uh, give a, a measure of hope of where your township's going. Where's Mill Creek going? I think we're heading in the right direction, but there will be some big growing pains. And I think we have to be honest, which we have been, as I said, with the residents. And they have to be honest and listen to what we're saying. Uh, we're not handing them a smokescreen. These are the facts here, folks. This comprehensive plan we just adopted showed a lot. We did some studies, and it shows a lot where we're at. Great place to live, work, and play. I think it'll look a lot uh, in 50 years like it does now. But as the city goes, we will go. Their success is important to the suburbs. That's and so great. you, have, we have two cheerleaders for the for the city growing and and and, and yeah. expanding and moving forward. Yes. You bet. You As bet. we advance the narrative of the Erie region, I'm doing that <laughs> fist pump because I'm so thankful for John Grow, Dean Pepicello. Thank you guys so much. For- Wow, what a conversation we've been having so far today as we talk about the state of townships. You would think, you know, hey, this is kind of a sleepy subject and uh, uh, not so much at all because there's a there's definitely a lot going on. Uh, we were so excited to have um, uh, uh, John Grow from Mill Creek and Dean Pepicello from uh, the uh, township of Harbor Creek. And now we go up to Summit. And we have our friend Laban Marsh. Welcome, Laban. Thank you for having me, Joel. Great to see you. Great to be here. Uh, we're so glad that you're here. Um, we want to kind of pick your brain on a couple different things here because I think you have a, a good lay of the land, uh, real estate wise, as well as um, you know what's happening with the with the sewer system and the upgrade uh, with the Erie sewer system. But first, let's get your origin story. I know you grew up. But people think you grew up in Mill Creek, and that's not the case, right? That's right. No, I grew up down on 440 South Street in Cory, the big city of Cory, wow. Pennsylvania. And uh, we were there until 92 is when we moved up to Mill Creek, right by McDowell High School. 
and then of course I graduated from McDowell and uh, I currently reside in Summit Township. So, uh, yeah. In, you kind of made the way around the county a little bit. Yeah, huh? yeah. And we have four offices, uh, one in Harbor Creek, one in Mill Creek. Uh, we're in Summit Township, and then we have an office down in Cory. Wow. Uh, and um, you played ball in McDowell, and then you played ball for Connecticut, right? That's uh, right. So uh, what was the era of that? People would remember your play, right? Yeah, so late 90s. I'm not sure that they would necessarily. But yeah, I played in the late 90s. But I was fortunate enough to be able to get a full scholarship to the University of Connecticut, yeah. where I met my wife, who was on a full scholarship for field hockey. And then they it was one of the only schools that allowed me to do both sports. So I ran track as well and uh, had some success there. So it was a lot of fun being a two-sport athlete at a D1 school. <laughs> let very, me, very let easy. me toot uh, Laban's horn uh -oh. okay. a little bit. That state champion at uh, pole vault, right, Laban? I was the state champ, uh, 16 feet, one inch. I, I give all credit to Joe Sanford, who is still the greatest coach I, I've ever been around. Um, and so I now actually, I'm in my third year of assistant pole vault coach uh, under Coach Sanford at McDowell. Awesome. And uh, the record still is held at McDowell at 16 feet, one inch, but it was broken at the state level nine years after I set it in 1997. Wow, so you had the state record as well. I, yeah. I do remember that. I did. Incidentally, I am the father of Emily Natale. Okay. Do you remember Emily? Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Yep. Wonderful. Yeah, it's a small world. You realize that uh, you live here for a short while and you realize how closely everyone is interconnected. So It's that one degree of separation when you live in Erie County, That's right? right. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So uh, let, let's get to brass tacks. You know, as you see it, what are the state of, what is the state of townships, uh, as, as, you know, from your seat uh, as a as a real estate person and also uh, sitting on the sewer board? Sure. I think in Summit Township, um, it, it's probably one of the fastest growing townships in the entire state. Um, my wife and I moved out in 2007, right before we opened our, our Summit Township office for Marsha Marsh. And it was hard to find a piece of real estate. Uh, even right? even then, they were just starting some of the subdivisions like Hammett Village and the Trails of Five Points. Um, but since 2000, there has been just huge growth as far as population and housing in Summit Township. Some of the challenges, though, are that a lot of it's new construction. Costs of new construction have gone up immensely. And so it's really hard to get into the township, uh, sometimes under 300,000. Yeah. And, and where are those folks coming from? Because we obviously have this overall population loss in Erie County. So is it are we kind of just churning uh, Erie folk? I think there's a little bit of churn, certainly, uh, whether it's the school districts. Uh, I think the central location of Summit Township and also the schools in yeah, Summit Fort Township. LaBeouf. Fort LaBeouf is a great school, great elementary schools and middle schools. Um, and quite honestly, what we see people relocating, whether it's for GE or Erie Insurance, they come with an outside perspective. They're looking at a lot of the statistics and they think that with Summit's low tax base, it's a great place to live. They don't have the east side, west side rivalry of, hey, I'm from Harbor Creek or even East Mill Creek. I would never go to the west side, which we see a lot uh, <laughs> internally from Erie. Yeah. Folks just kind of stick to where they grew up mm -hmm. um, and haven't really explored all parts of, of Erie County. And there's some really neat uh, areas to, to go to. So um, when you when you think about uh and, and obviously, Summit doesn't need Alerta or any kind of um, you know outreach to build up its its building. It's still building. Yeah, you know, it hasn't stopped yet. Well, and I think uh, 
what really changed for Summit Township was the casino. Right. You know, in 2007, and uh, in fact, the recent sale uh, of the casino, which is the first time it's sold, there's been change of change of hands, but this is the first time it's sold, and I think it sold for 122.5 million. So it's, that's it's not a, a bad money. not a bad amount of transfer tax for the mm-hmm. township uh, when you have those types of sales that happen. Wow. Uh, but that is <laughs> such. It, Talk about. I think that's an your, understatement. Yeah, I was but, say your cake and eat it too, right? That's right. But what I noticed and what I love about Summit and in a lot of the authorities, because I serve on the sewer authority, but I've also recently uh, been appointed to the STEDA um, and the economic development for Summit Township. And so uh, I think what they've been is extremely good stewards of of their resources. And so I think what happens is when you start to generate a lot of revenue like they have from the casino and the, the restaurants and, and hotels, um, they're very good managers of their money. Yeah. They don't go and just uh, give everybody raises automatically and think, they're very good stewards with their money. Uh, they consult the general public. A lot of people attend their meetings. Um, and so I just feel like so many people that live in Summit, whether they're been here forever and grew up here or they're new to the area, they really love Summit Township, its location, um, obviously the cost being fairly reduced, but then it's so close to everything. And it's really the epicenter of Erie County when yeah. you look at a map. When you when you think about uh, a, ci- a civilian engagement, getting the citizens involved, obviously you uh, either had to ask to be on the board or, or probably were requested to be on that, that sewer board. Uh, I mean... Uh, were you already active uh, civ- civically? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, my mother has always really uh, honed in on us as I have three brothers, so us four boys, uh, you know, to serve our community. And I think once we decided to go off on our own and open our own boutique, mom and pop's real estate company, we realized how much what goes on in the townships affects not only us and our business, but all of our clients, every Mm -hmm. single one of them. And that's where um, I I think it's so important for real estate agents. We should be the people that uh, people seek when they're looking for a good restaurant or, uh, you know, good schools. Oftentimes, and people love to talk about about real estate. So um, I think we really encourage our agents uh, to get involved in these townships, in their meetings, um, and on their boards to know what's going on because it is public knowledge. You can read all the minutes, um, but get involved and and you know be confident in what you know and what you do that you can have a say and and it does matter. We're talking to Laban Marsh. If you want to get on the horn with him. I- I mean, this guy is a wealth of information, so you can talk to him about anything here. 679-1080, uh, as we talk about the state of townships and, you know, Summit is is really, uh, I mean, they, they, they have, though, uh, really improved uh, their infrastructure. Um, I'm, is, I, I'm trying to think, are they the ones that said, we, we have all paved roads in the, in the township? Is, or do they have some some dirt roads? You don't still? know. I I know that we bought a lot of our own equipment. I think uh, paving and then curbs, uh, and so they've done a lot of that. And I know Marlon Coon was a big proponent of having the best roads in the county. And quite honestly, you can drive from Mill Creek. No offense to John Grow, you can drive from Mill Creek into Summit and see that we maintain our roads very yeah. well. And I think that's a key part for any township is their infrastructure. But you know, uh, building out uh, Picnicana, you know, rebuilding that, rebuilding the Summit Township uh, building. The super, uh, it, 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 they have made some keen investments. You know, I, I was I was at uh, an, another uh, you know information gathering uh, session and found out that you know one of the if 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 you're looking at Erie 
from, let's say, Wall Street's point of view or, you know, that super high level national or international point of view. One of the things that we actually are known for is that casino, which is it's kind of shocking to me when you consider, you know, Erie Insurance and, you know, we still make locomotives here, even though people don't like to talk about it. We're still cranking them out. But um, the casino really uh, uh, is considered one something that we hang our hat on, even as, um, you know, economically uh, on a scale versus other metropolitan areas. We're not performing at, at, at a par with other economic, uh, uh, other metro areas. Yeah, and, and again, I don't know to, to be able to evaluate these other areas, yeah. but I know in regards to that casino and the recent sale to Churchill Downs, I mean, these guys have casinos all over the country. And yeah. then I think also with Pennsylvania law now passing the gambling, um, that I'm sure was appealing to, to Churchill Downs in their process of, of purchasing it. Uh, what I love is whether you visit it or not, it definitely helps the uh, the financial position of Summit Township. And I think Summit has embraced that as much as it may be uh, something that people don't care for as a vice. Uh, you know, the other thing that's interesting about it is that we have as much sewer from the casino as we do every restaurant <laughs> on Peach Street. Is so the, right? the casino uses as much capacity as every restaurant combined wow. on Peach Street. So to give you an idea of, of how big that casino really is, and we just finished a $3.5 million uh, pump station right there mm-hmm. um, to accommodate that and the future growth. I want to grab uh, get into the sewer thing after the break here. Uh, we are talking to Laban Marsh. He is from Marsha Marsh and uh, also on the, uh, the summit Sewer Authority. And we're going to take a break and turn to Ben Ryder on the phone from Kingdom Financial Group. How are you doing this afternoon, Ben? Good. Hi, Joel. As a personal financial advisor, I, I spend a lot of time talking to people about finding balance in their finances. We all should pay attention to our money and balance it out into different goals within our lives, like spending less than you earn, save for the unexpected, pay off debt, invest for the future, give money to important organizations, and support others generously. I know that you've been talking about townships, and as Americans, local government is something that has a place in each of our lives. If we are working to find balance in our lives, we all should consider finding a way to support our local government and townships. Part of having a healthy balance is knowing what's going on around us. So as a financial advisor, I strongly encourage people to get involved in government and organizations that have a direct impact on our lives. Boy, that's some great advice. Thank you so much, Ben Ryder from Kingdom Financial Group, a practice of Ameriprise Financial Services. You can visit them at 652 West 6th Street or give them a call, 814-836-5234. Have a great one. Layman, I wanted to have you come on uh, to talk about this major improvement that's happening at the, um, at the, I guess it's the Erie sewer, uh, sewer treatment plant, but it's affecting nearly every township that's connected uh, via sewer, correct? That's right. And so Summit Township is a satellite community. I was listening with John and Dean, and they're both uh, a part of that satellite. I want to say there's eight or nine uh, satellites a part of this. And, and so they talked a little bit about the bond and kicking the can down the road. Mm. I think for a lot of us satellite communities, we've already paid the city their dues for the bond. And then they go and refinance. So it's as if we're paying for it twice, essentially. Wow. And so that's where I think a lot of that frustration comes when we set our 10-year budget or plan, and then we find out that 
you know, the city, which of course we rely on the city, all the municipalities, you wouldn't want to try to build your own sanitary uh, systems. But the other thing that Summit is running into is that the agreement, the joint, joint transportation plan agreement was such that we had only so much capacity. And now again, like we talked earlier, 20 years ago in Summit Township, they probably thought we only needed X amount of capacity. So how much sewage we can send down to Mill Creek and then Mill Creek sends it to the city of Erie. And so with the growth that we're seeing, and especially with the casino, Summit Township's actually in a position where we need to start considering retention so that we don't, we have too much capacity to go into Mill Creek above the allowed and agreed upon um, amount. And so now you've got townships who are going through I and I and so checking if they have cracked pipes and things like that so that they can send less sewer to Mill Creek and to the city because you're paying for what you send down there. So so, so uh, what's the model to have your own retention pond? Well, uh, the retention is a, a whole nother. Uh, I mean, is that is that duplicated anywhere in the county? There there is at uh, Mill okay. Creek. So Mill Creek on the bend right behind the mall. Uh, okay. So those two, I want to say they're a million gallon uh, wow. Towers, they've got two of them. And the, the misconception so is that- So those are sewer towers. They do not retain sewage. It's a temporary retention that they actually have things to wash the the retention area so that it doesn't create any sort of uh, unwanted smell or anything like yeah. that. But it's a necessary part of the sewer system because, again, Mill Creek can only send so much sewage into the city of Erie per the agreement that was established decades ago. Um, And so as things have changed, and you had mentioned Mill Creek's essentially built out, so they're not as concerned to the point that they've you know, kind of folded their sewer authority into the supervisors, whereas right. we still have uh, sewage to extend potentially. A lot of that came through with our comprehensive plan, which I was a part of that as well. Yeah. We just finished up. But as far as the sewage and our concerns from a board's perspective is that uh, we've been good stewards for our rates. And now we're a bit at the mercy, just like the other satellite communities, where we're going to have to incur a portion of their cost. I think Summit Township is maybe 2.6% of the total capacity that the city gets, whereas Mill Creek's closer to 20 or 25. Yeah, well, and so, uh, I mean, is this an existential threat? I mean, how much money are we talking here? Oh, it's a $60 million project that they're going to do over 10 years. And so, yeah, it's a substantial amount. Six, six million a year. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, now. What well, what about for the city taxpayer? The oh, rate, they, rate payers. I think they've, what got enough, got going on? they've got enough fees going up that they're trying to probably uh, hold off on talking about. I mean, they mentioned sewer and, and water fees raising because of their uh, where they're at with a budget. But when you look at the sewer exclusively, I don't see how rates wouldn't be wouldn't have to go up because I think the city has probably sixty percent of that mm-hmm. of of the capacity is used by the city. The other forty percent or so is out in those municipal uh, the satellite communities. So, uh, is are you in a place where you'd be able to re? Uh, negotiate the amount of effluent that you're able to pump or? Well, I think that's what happens. This joint transportation plan was set in place that involved rates, involved capacity. Um, And if they started to open that up, I think the capacity may change, but then the rates may change. And so uh, I think we, at least right now, just feel like we're tied in with the city. It's a marriage that uh, we don't necessarily want separation if they're going to do things the right way. Um, But again, when we see them start refinancing bonds that we feel we've already paid off, we don't 
want our ratepayers to have to absorb and, and that. who would who would instigate that refinancing of the bond is that coming from the uh, from the fifth floor or is that uh an independent authority. Again, I'm, I'm well, so clueless on this stuff. Yeah, and so. I, I'm not exactly sure of the city of Erie's sewer uh, authority, what their capacity is. I've yeah. heard it might just be a financing arm as opposed to a lot of that. So I don't know all it's the not It's not separate the like the water authority is, where the water authority is pretty much, they, they run their own ship. Right, right. Okay. I, before I let you go, and I have about three <laughs> minutes left, I need to pick your brain about about what the hot real estate markets this spring will be. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because I'm totally turning pivot on you, but uh, I mean, uh, I couldn't get Anna Franz to tell me, you know, what the hot neighborhoods uh, are going to be in our West Bayfront. But as you see it, you know, uh, do you are you bullish on uh, the city? You know, it's interesting um, in regards to the city because what we see, and I've said this before, I think we've lost the opportunity for appreciation and value because of the rising costs of taxes. So when you look at homes, um, especially when you compare a home in the city versus Mill Creek, you're going to pay less property taxes in Mill Creek, which will then afford you a higher priced home. Yep. That's uh, and, me, Laban. Well, and I'll tell you, but what buyers are looking at is what their monthly payment is. Yep. And I understand, and, and I was really surprised with the comp plan, how many Erie County homeowners own it free and clear. They don't have a mortgage wow. attached. So they still have costs. Right, but somebody right, who doesn't right. have a mortgage, when they're when their sewer and water rates go up and then their property taxes, school, county, and city taxes go up, it, it, it they're on fixed income a lot of time, but their costs continue to rise. And that's so, me too. <laughs> you know, it, it's something you're where you're describing my yeah. life. <laughs> but I, I think that's what also makes Summit Township yeah. so desirable because uh, you know, on a home, uh, say four hundred thousand in Mill Creek, the taxes are probably around ninety five hundred, whereas that same home in Summit is probably seventy five hundred. Mm. I, I actually looked at two specific yeah. properties to be able to gauge that. So, Summit Township's taxes are very low because they don't have much debt if any at this point you know because of the casino and other revenue generators like the miracle mile and things like that so um to find the hotbed though and, yeah. and i am optimistic for the city i just think the city really needs to start reining it in and reining it in quickly when you say reining in cut expenses well i mean but i mean they they they've cut expenses to the point that they have to go early intervention now yeah and and i'll tell you another thing with the city and the property taxes they've already in the last decade changed their uh, schedule two different times, right, which yes. has made it challenging uh, for a number of people, and even for the banks. If you're carrying, uh, uh, you know, escrow. principal interest taxes and insurance, mm -hmm. right? So, um, but I, I think in the city there's hope because what I'd like to see happen is some of the blight that they talk about, and I've mentioned this on another uh, couple of meetings I've been on. Well, one of the big issues is on street parking. Mm -hmm. As an investor, mm -hmm. and I own 18 yeah. homes in the city that I rent out to people with furnaces and roofs. But if you let me take some of that blight away and build a five bay garage that I can rent to neighbors and get cars off the street so they can wow. plow, let's think of something more creative 